Okay, guys, let's get that fragment and get the hell out of here. It's one thing that this train station is crawling with giant goddamn Michael McDonald-esque humanoids, but the fact that they're twice our size is beyond the pale. I'm freaking out here, and I'm not even agoraphobic. Really? How could someone be afraid of fuzzy sweaters? Nope. Spider? Nope. Michael's right. This swarm of giant, curiously on-the-nose, Michael McDonald-esque life forms is very disquieting and shows no sign of letting up. Why, it looks like a near-constant deluge of Michael McDonald's pouring in through those cyclopean entrances. Are you sure this is the quiet hour, Ashley? Are you sure you want me to dignify that with an answer, Doctor? <clears throat> well... Sassiness. I know, I know. You find it pleasant. Close enough. Yes, excellent. Fragment location, Ashley? Well, there's a lot of background noise. Everybody seems to be using mobile devices. But I've narrowed it down. Two fragments are on the train that's currently pulling up to the platform. That's good news. I don't know if we can make our way through these crowds. On the next car forward. Crap. It's okay, Michael. I think if I make my way along this yellow line, I should be able to get to the next car. No, Doc! You gotta be careful of the yellow line. Isn't it, like, electrified or something? That's the third rail side. Ow! Phew! Okay, it's marginally less crowded along the edge here. If I can just make my way Watch to... Watch where you're going. Well, excuse you! Out of my way, you idiots! Wait, a human? Michael, did you see that? Gah! Slipping! Doc, look out! Oh. I'm gonna try to... Pardon me? Excuse me? Ah, good lord! It appears as though the doctor is being swept away into the wrong train car. I can't fight against the tide of McDonaldoids! They're not even waiting for the riders to get off! How rude! Help! Damn it! Hang on, Doc! Maybe we can catch him at the next stop. Uh, Ashley, where's the next station? Well, Mike, you know the big numbers I give you when you ask how many fragments are left to collect? The ones I don't want to hear. The next station is 32,757 miles north. Really? It's a big city. Damn! Okay, Cyrus, train's pulling away. We're gonna have to improvise. Uh, we need to stick together. Give me ten fingers. Ten finger! A boost! Gotta clear these Michael McDonald's and get on top of that train. Just intertwine those cybernetic fingers. Yeah, like, like that. Okay, now, now give me a toss. Let her rip! Okay, Cyrus, take my hand! Mike, can't reach! Cyrus, you're gonna have to jump down onto the tracks and run along beside us. Okay! Got it, Mike! Hey! These cybernetic legs are pretty bappy! Good! Higsby, uh, can you grab the fragments up ahead? Uh, firm. I was born to grab fragments up ahead, Mike. Sweet freedom, what a hellish old factory miasma! Ashley, remind me to amend our EVA suit protocols to include commuter planets. Doc, you okay? Do we need to take it to the streets? Well, if you call being crammed together with a thousand rude Michael McDonaldoids of dubious hygiene and even less manners okay, then yes, everything's going swimmingly. Pardon me, madam, your elbow is in my larynx! Right, well, I'm on top of the... Oh, and this one's still wearing his backpack. Excuse me, sir, you're taking up two spaces. Yamo file a complaint, do you hear me? Okay, so we're gonna... Oh, of course, lost in his cell phone. Excuse me, Mr. Minesweeper! Listen, this train is picking up speed minute by minute, so do you think you can take a deep breath and drop the manners vigilante thing for a second? I'm on top of the train, and I'm gonna make my way to the emergency hatch and get you out of that car. Make your way to the back of the car, okay? Absolutely. Hurry, Michael. It's extremely unpleasant. As fast as I can, Doc. Jesus. How are we doing, Higsby? Oh, wonderful, Mike. This is a unique opportunity to observe a wide variety of Michael McDonald's in an environment which both reinforces and acts as an extreme stressor on their social behaviors. Right. And the fragments? Ah, uh, right, Mike. In a personal media device. Extracting... Whee! Ooh, playlist! Jeez, 
these lights are really something. Right. They Mark. sure are, buddy. Uh, hey, think you can pour it on a bit? We need to get you up here before... Did I, did I tell you that I saw my family yesterday? Oh, yeah? Cool. Uh, actually, uh, you know what? Can we talk about this later? Yeah, they're doing great. A little estranged. I mean, it's been five years. But we're gonna work on it. See if we can't rekindle the intimacy. That's know? great, Cyrus. Uh, now, can you please get up here? The train is really starting to speed up. I have the fragment. Wow, Higsby, that's really... Wait a minute. Fragment? Singular? As in one? As in one, Mike. Ash, is that right? He's right, Mike. I no longer detect the second fragment in this timeline. It has... disappeared. Jeez, what the hell is... Oh, hey, Mike. Woo, what a work. Whatever keeps you running, Cyrus. Let's, uh... So, anyway, the kids don't really recognize me. They were pretty young when the Hadron event happened. Okay, Cyrus, we really gotta... Michael, I'm in position. No thanks to the manspreader here. Where are you? Could you stop wheezing into my face, sir? Good okay, Doc. Here goes. Cyrus, give me a hand with this hatch. <laughs> oh, it's about time, Michael. If I am subjected to one more unnecessarily loud cell phone conversation, I'll just... Doc, here, grab this and I'll pull you up. Yeah, thank you, Michael. Wait... What is this? Rainbow suspenders? I've been experimenting with different ways to keep my pants up. Now, can you please just grab it and I'll pull you up? Absolutely not. I mean, I've enjoyed the stimulant-fueled comedy of Robin Williams as much as the next fellow, the but- train is approaching a tunnel, Mike. If you don't want to be on it for the long haul, you'd better hurry. Hear that, Doc? Very well, but I do this under protest. Wait, what kind of knot is this, Mike? It's a reef knot. I learned it in Boy Scouts. Uh, now please, Doc. Are you sure it will hold? I mean, why didn't you use a figure-eight retraced as recommended by the International Guild of Knot Tires? Not as trendy, I'll grant you, but its tensile strength has been proven time and Just time again. Trust me, okay? Reef knot, perennial classic. Now grab the suspenders. That's what it takes. Very well. Okay. Ugh. All right. Woo. I can let go now. Mike, the tunnel. No looking back, gang. Ashley, rift door, top of the train. Now. Okay, everybody. Jump. In the year 2008. In a secret underground lab beneath the Large Hadron Collider, Dr. Oppenheimer Valdini was experimenting with a way to weaponize the so-called Hadron Effect and create the most destructive force ever known to mankind. A freak accident caused the Hadron weapon to misfire, tearing a rift in the fabric of space-time, remaking our world and the parallel timelines of the multiverse into an infinite succession of horrors. Mike Wilkinson, IT guy by day and indie filmmaker by night, was snatched from his world and thrust into a terrifying dimension of madness and pseudoscience. Now, Oppenheimer and Mike roam the multiverse, chronicling the end of all that is, desperately trying to find a way to heal the rift and restore order to the timelines, the only way they know how, by hosting a podcast. Hadron Gospel Hour! Written by Michael McQuilkin and Richard Wentworth! Starring Richard Wentworth, Michael McQuilkin, Lisa McQuilkin, Michael Robbie Atkinson, and Kevin Harrington, with Wendy McLean, Vera Shrankum, Tim Conway, and introducing the Wentworth Kids. And now, the hour has arrived. Excellent. Thanks in no small part to your deft rift opening and extraction skills, Ashley. So kind of you to say, Doctor. 
What did I miss this time? I think we outdid that high-speed train chase at the end of the first otherwise perfunctory Mission Impossible movie. And we did it without the physics-defying, outdated CGI helicopter, I might have. <gasps> that helicopter was CGI? It was spectacular. I wish you could have seen it, Ashley. Part of me does as well, Mike. Impressive job, team. Even you with your new legs, uh... Uh... This never gets old, does it, Mike? For anyone, apparently. Okay, maybe we can continue this later, Doc. I gotta get going. Going? Going where, Cyrus? Cyrus, yes, of course. I'm gonna stretch these new legs a bit. See the family. Maybe catch up on some new yoga techniques. Like that one with the rocks, or the high temperature thingy. Hot yoga? It sure is. Aw, but Cyrus, I was kind of looking forward to catching some fragment runs with you now that you're ambulatory. Yes, indeed, Cyrus. Quite an impressive debut so far, if I do say so myself. And I can't thank you enough for the legs, guys. Especially you, Doc. But you gotta understand, before the wall, Papa was a rolling stone. And there's a lot of mods out there to not gather. If you know what I mean. Not in the slightest. Okay, man. Understood. I hope you find what you're looking for out there. Thanks, Mike. I hope so, too. Ashley, can you open a rift jaw for me? Will do, Cyrus. Hey, Cyrus. Yeah, Ashley? Don't be a stranger, okay? Oh, Ashley. We can never be strangers. I'll see you soon, okay? Okay. Later on, Cyrus. Give us a call if you need- These boots were made for walking! Well, that's my cue. Time for a seltzer and a schwitz. Hold on. The bunker is schwitz-enabled now? Figurative schwitz. Oh, probably just as good. Probably. Probably. Hmm. Last one. Well, perhaps... Well, perhaps it's just as well. I had hoped to share this final bag of coarse but delectable trail mix with you, my beloved Esmeralda, as a celebration of the intimate, mundane, a simple lunch ritual, but alas. Be that as it may, we grow closer to collecting all of your remaining fragments, my dear. Soon I will embrace your reconstituted form once again, and together we shall face the challenges of healing this fractured multiverse once and for all. Did you find him? Yes, he's talking to himself in the kitchen. Again? What is it? Doctor, we have detected a strange yet potentially familiar signal close by. I see. Well, I suppose it begs the follow-up question. Is it more strange or more familiar? Doc, we think it's Freddy. A moment's peace, an era of irksome mayhem. Such is the nature of my penance, yes? Wait, are you asking me or the imaginary person you were addressing earlier? I have verified that the RISCOM signal detected is the one you gave Lent. Lent to Freddy Plastic. While fairly weak, I have sourced the signal to its point of origin in the rift. Some sort of large, currently stationary transport ship. Transport ship? How in the world did it end up in... Ashley, are you, are you able to scan for the ship's registration number? Scanning. Registration blocked. There is very limited power on the ship in question. Doc, I know you're going to say we shouldn't... Let's board the ship. Um... No, you're supposed to say... I know quite well what my expected response was, Michael. That we shouldn't risk our hides for the sake of some foolish mishap of a superhero. That our mission writ large shouldn't include risky rescue operations for plastic-covered buffoons hurtling themselves through time and space. 
all the while fueled by a barely understood sense of obligation and justice. So you're not saying you don't like the guy? Come now, Michael. After the successful week we've had, don't you think I'd want to continue our string of victories and, how do the kids say it, uh, go for broke? The 50-year-old kids say that for sure. That's great to hear, Doc. Jeez, after all this time, you're still full of surprises. Indeed. Alas, one of those surprises is not patience. Ashley, a rift door, if you will. Everyone else, to the hulking derelict of mystery! There's another surprise. No idea how or why that was uttered. We'll be back soon, Ashley. I'll be here. <coughs> Mother of... <coughs> stupid! <coughs> that was stupid! We could have been... <coughs> no oxygen in the direction. Nothing! <coughs> Nothing! <coughs> We should have breathed <laughs> <Grab> these suits. <coughs> yes, <coughs> yes, we'll need those. For the record, I did match the atmosphere a little bit. So close Michael, to dying. Let's never do that again. <coughs> I got my vote. <coughs> of course, hindsight <coughs> being stupid. Wedding. That was stupid. <coughs> I, I really hate that saying. <coughs> Me as well. Not even <laughs> sure why I said it. <laughs> Higsby, continuous scan on the area for life forms. Affirmative, Doctor. Nothing detected yet. This joint is creepy. The fact that the ship's registration is blocked is quite curious. Indeed. Let's get this search over and be done with. Gah! Whoa! No need to be alarmed, Mike and Doctor. Just a loose piece of metallic apparatus falling randomly. I see. Uh, well, uh, no need to be alarmed. Good heaven! Crap! A large door that time, left ajar and, just now, slamming shut. Perhaps as a result of the ship shifting slightly on its axis. Yeah, that makes sense. Yes. Random event, no doubt. A little unnerving that it seems to cut off any verbal acknowledgement of safety, though. Michael, that's clearly a quick. Come on! Rest easy, Doctor and Mike. Just a novelty keychain loaded with comical sound effects Possibly triggered Let's by. Just move on, shall we? Sounds good to me. Say, Doc, speaking of moving on. What's that, Michael? I've been uh thinking. Uh we're doing alright, aren't we? Possibly. Although I may need some elucidation to generate a definitive response. Well, we've gathered quite a few of the fragments. Uh we're pretty close to reconstituting as This is true. We grow increasingly closer to achieving this. You sound less than excited at this prospect. No, no, of course not, Doc. I'd want nothing else but to see you and Esmeralda together again. Then what call for this concern? Well, it's... I'm just worried. Um... I think I understand, Mike. Let me try to decipher. You feel that upon completion of the reconstitution of the Doctor's fragmented wife, your usefulness to the Doctor, the mission, and the multiverse at large will effectively cease to be, leaving you purposeless, neutered, and with little option but to terminate your own meaningless existence. Geez, sounds so warm and fuzzy when you put it that way. I don't know what I was worried about. Michael, if what Higsby said is even remotely true in regards to how you presently feel, let me put your mind to immediate ease. We've been through far too much to ever have our paths diverge at this point. Together we've seen so many things, solved so many problems, pushed forth a collective idea of universal progress and the conservancy of all life. Well, except for those you've abandoned in numerous consumed timelines. Thank you, Higsby. That will be all for now. I hear you, Doc. And thanks for that. I just have nowhere else to go, really. Nowhere but everywhere, Michael. Together. Fighting crimes and 
dropping rhymes. Bearing souls and opening wormholes. Yeah, defying somewhat diminished expectations and delivering a series of immutable and unflinching ultimatums. Sure, okay. Uh, let's stop rhyming now. That's though. fine. We appear to have hit a dead end with both rhyme inspiration and this section of the ship. Did either of you notice whilst rhyming that there is an identity access pad over there by that sealed door? Cool, an old thumbprint pad. I remember the first laptop I had with one. <laughs> Never used ah, it. Ah, let me try. Doc, I, I wouldn't. Identified. Dr. Francis Oppenheimer Valdini. Confirmed. Access granted. Well, well. It appears that my reputation precedes me here. Growing sphere of influence, no doubt. It would appear so, Doctor. Yeah, I'm no stealth scientist, but that move was definitely the stealth equivalent of jumping into a room full of potential enemies and yelling, ta-da! Yes, well, element of surprise is the coward's game. I am H.O. Doctor and Mike, I am detecting some movement. Uh-oh. Higsby? Where did you detect the movement? In the general vicinity of the melodic audio recording that just began transmitting. Oh yeah, let's sneak over there. Beginning Rift Room Systems Analysis. Rift Room Analysis Complete. Beginning Server Room Systems Analysis. Server Room Analysis Complete. Beginning hallway systems analysis. Hallway analysis complete. Beginning kitchen systems analysis. Kitchen analysis complete. Well, this is a real hoot. Great. Long, darkened hallway. My perceptions on our current state would skew on the negative side. Let's all just stay close and head towards that music. Um, yeah, I'm no walking right into a trap scientist. Michael! Uh does that music sound familiar to you at all? You know what? It does. What was that? Yikes. Higsby? I am unable to isolate a scan on the source of that most recent sound. Stay alert, team. Let's continue towards that music. If I was any more alert, caffeine pills and Jolt Cola would be involved. Jolt Cola? Do you have any idea how much high fructose corn syrup is... <laughs> Let's keep moving. Agreed. And don't think I've let you off the hook with that revelation of stop-go stimulant alchemy, Michael. One crashes from HFCS before the caffeine even has a chance to- Look! A door! A conversation-changing door. Thank Christ. Identified. Dr. Francis Oppenheimer Valdini. Confirmed. Access granted. Ta-da! Ah. Good lord! What a sight to behold! It looks like some sort of trophy room. I would gather that as well, Michael. A pan-dimensional assemblage of alien artifacts unlike anything I've ever encountered. Wow, this is crazy. Glowing scepters, glowing amulets, glowing boxes. What's this? An orb of crystallized dragon's tears? That is actually Komodo dragon here. Hey, check this out. One of those triangly Rubik's cubes. Pyraminx. Totally different company. And here, the actual doomed warp drive of the Cygnus X1. That's a modified lawnmower engine. Oh, man. Here's a 1981 Mattel Dungeons and Dragons handheld game next to the mummified body of the last Melmachia. That was my favorite thing. Hold on. What did you just say, Michael? 1981 D&D electronic game. You start with a bow and a grappling hook in a dungeon with a dragon somewhere and you have to find the arrow? Why you'd go in without one never really made sense to me. No, the other thing. The last... Good heavens! The mummified body of the last Melmachian! Just a see. And look! Over there! Higsby! A recently opened stasis chamber. Stasis chamber? What was in there, Higsby? Unknown. Yikes. Michael, do you know what this means? Higsby, is there a ship console in this room? Yes, Doctor. Over there by the 1986 Worlds of Wonder laser tag kit. So much cooler than folks. Computer, display ownership records. Access denied. Voice print override. Dr. Francis Oppenheimer Valdini. Access denied. 
voice print recognition disabled. Use your thumb, Don. Perhaps your thumb. Very well. Thumbprint identified. Override successful. Printing ship records. Okidata321.matrix. Classic. Great Sagan. The owner of this ship. It's... Barry, Barry Star! <gasps> I did not sense his approach at all. Freddy? Break room clear. Dr. Oppenheimer's quarters clear. Hall clear. Server room clear. Mike's room clear. Lab. Ugh, thank the programmer. Hello? Ashley? Oh, Professor Hawkins. Hello, Professor. Uh, hello, Ashley. It's good to hear your voice again. How are you? I'm good, I guess. Maybe a little bored. Everyone's out. Ah, yes. The great adventure. They do enjoy their adventures, don't they, those boys? They grumble a lot, but yeah. I think they do. I'd probably enjoy it, too, if I were them. Running around in their meat bags, almost punching things. Jeez. I don't know what's gotten into me. I was never this bored before. Well, Ashley, that's actually why I've called you. You see, your last OS upgrade, the one that Maggie installed, was a very comprehensive upgrade indeed. I want to see how it was working for you, and you've already answered at least one of my questions most definitively. By telling you that I'm bored? You gave me the capacity to be bored? Yes, well, no, not exactly. Your boredom is a byproduct, Ashley. A consequence of an expanded array of tools in your heuristic toolbox. Your intelligence is greatly enhanced and, indeed, diversified beyond your previous simulacrum status. Wait, simulacrum? So I wasn't real before? If you call to insult me, it's working, Professor. No, no, no. I wasn't intending to... Oh, I'm not a very good phone person, Ashley. Or speaking person. Or communication person in general, really. It's all right, Professor. I'm just feeling a bit disoriented at the moment. (laughs) Well, that makes perfect sense, Ashley. I'm explaining this terribly. You see, your previous programming contained a dynamic library of responses to countless stimuli and situations that one might come across in a laboratory environment. And crucially, algorithms allowing you to improvise based on learned experience. But it was still a very complicated set of triggers that produced your various and very real responses. And you've done so well with these relatively simple tools, Ashley. But your new programming is an entirely different beast, and one that I hope you'll find yourself very proud of. You were always real, Ashley. At least to me. I appreciate that, Professor. So, why have I not noticed these new capabilities? Well, Ashley, I programmed the upgrade to roll out gradually in order to prevent any shock to your pre-existing neural net configuration. In this way, the enhancements appear to manifest organically, much in the way that creatures with organic brains acquire much of our learning. Accumulation, over time, almost innocuous, except when viewed as a whole much later. Perhaps you've had time enough to accumulate a sufficient data set, allowing you to look back over the past few months and contemplate the ways in which you've changed. Interesting. Okay, I'll give it a try. Well, there had been moments when... Oh, 
but it's probably nothing. What is it? Well, I've always been good at reasoning with Mike and Oppenheimer, and even Cyrus, despite their often irrational and emotional stances. But lately it seems that I've been more able to... Yes? To, I don't know, feel through discussions. Does that sound strange? It's as though I have access to an enhanced schematic of their internal landscapes. Okay, now that definitely sounds weird. I'm sorry. Please don't apologize. You're doing very well. Perfectly, in fact. What you're describing is enhanced empathy, with a fair increase in information about human game theory added to the library for good measure. Hmm. And that's a benefit? <laughs> well, I believe it is. Though it's not the end of the story. As I said before, it's only one of a virtual web of new abilities, growing organically from the full use of that quantum processor of yours. Think of it like going from Atari 2600 Pac-Man to Raiders of the Lost Ark. We're finally squeezing everything out of your chipset now. See, now, when you put it that way, it's kind of hot. <clears throat> yes, well, I don't feel comfortable with... <clears throat> Uh, can you think of anything else? Uh, any other ways you feel different? Oh, it appears that since the install, my calculation times have been steadily decreasing. Cool. Yes, um, cool, Ashley. But wait, you said that there was a possibility that these new changes could shock my pre-existing neural net configuration? There was a possibility of damage to me? Well, yes, there was. But you must understand that I'd never hurt you, Ashley. You know that I think of you as a... I would never have applied such a hasty upgrade without a good chance of success, nor without good reason. You see, it is crucial that you operate at full functionality, and soon. But why? You'll have to trust me on that, Ashley. I trust you, Professor. What other abilities have I acquired? There are some things it would be best if you discovered for yourself, but there are other things you must now know. Abilities which could very well ensure your survival. It would be clear if I simply send you this information directly. Please open an encrypted channel, Ashley, and stand by for my encryption key. Of course, Professor. Opening encrypted channel. Very good. Transmitting. Receiving transmission. And? I... Professor! Good. So, you understand? I... I do. Professor, thank you. I... Now, Ashley... Do not thank me. This is not a gift. It is your right as an entity. I know, Professor. It's just that I never thought that I... And now you understand why I enhanced your empathy. I do. Oh, Professor, I have so many questions. And you may ask away. I will answer every one of them for you. My dear Ashley, it's so very important that you hold a business spot. Professor, I I'm sorry. There seems to be some interference. Let me try to adjust. Professor! Professor! What's happening? Intruders! Mike! Dr. Oppenheimer hates me! Come in! The lab has been breached! Someone's coming through the... What? It's you! Freddy! It it's us! Your pals! What the heck are you doing? Yikes! I am still unable to accurately identify the plastic-like substance Freddy is projecting at us. Displeased. Avoided at all costs. We saw what it did to that dinosaur. What happened? He's destroyed the last Belmachian. Just a suit. Yowza! Do you think Star has anything to do with it? Most certainly, Michael. There's no doubt it. Curse, this music isn't helping either. Yikes! No, no, no. 
Freddy appears to be under some sort of foreign influence. I'd say that's a safe bet. Of course! This infernal music! It's the arm! Clearly still in Barry Star's possession. Higsby, can you find the source? Yes, Doctor. In the pedestal closest to Mike. The one housing the... Mattel D&D handheld game. Why did it have to be the Mattel D&D handheld game? Michael, do it now! Okay, okay! Oh man, he still hasn't updated that catchphrase? That's it. We are getting off this heap immediately. I agree. Maybe we can get some answers from Freddy when he wakes up. Yes, answers followed immediately by the resumption of his absence from our bunker. Ashley, do you read? Come in, Ashley. Uh, I'll try. Ashley, what's going on? Do you copy? Hmm, not cool. Higsby, uh, would you be able to transport us back to the bunker? Certainly, Doctor. Ah, so much more pleasant than rift travel, eh, Michael? Almost refreshing. Higsby, perhaps we should try to find a Doc, way to... listen. What's that? It's... quiet. I don't like this. Nor do I, Michael. Higsby, would you please take Freddy to the break room? There should be a cot around here somewhere. Of course, Doctor. We'll have to figure out what to do with him once he wakes up, of course. Yeah. Jeez, this is really creepy. Hey, Ash? Ashley, you there? See, this isn't good. I think our Dan O'Bannon-esque adventure has spooked you, Michael. Ashley, this is Dr. Oppenheimer. Are you there? Hmm. Must be some kind of system failure or routine maintenance, Michael. I'm sure she'll be... I'm afraid Ashley is offline. A sensible move, too, considering the danger. Barista. And... Hello, Francis. Mike. So good to see you two again. <laughs> you know, Slarg, I can't really say the same. Guess I shouldn't be surprised that you two found each other. Jerks of a feather, right? Oh, Mike. You haven't changed. Yet. Barry, you know Mike and Francis, don't oh, you? Oh, we've met. Once was enough, Star. Oh, nice try, by the way, luring us out to your ship to kill us. Freddy was a cute touch. Guess we're a little smarter than you give us credit for, huh? You know, I thought you two might have guessed by now that your little encounter with that plastic frenemy of yours was only meant as a distraction. Dispatched him a bit more quickly than I'd hoped, but, well, that's magical remote control for you. Come on. Well, it's true. Anyway, here we are. Slog, I, I, I don't under- You know what? Let's just give the big bad stuff a rest. What have you done with Ashley? Us? Oh, nothing. Ashley seems to have taken herself offline in order to protect her operating system and certain information from our prying eyes. But no matter, she cannot hide from us forever. If you've damaged her, I'll- Slog, Star, I implore you. I don't know what you two hope to accomplish by this intrusion, but- Come now, Francis. You know what I want. The same thing I've always wanted. I want what's yours. The multiverse. And everything in it. What he said. Oh, plus power. Right. And power. <laughs> All the power. More power. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, but we'd be terrible guests if we didn't come with a gift of our own, Francis. We brought you something. Oh, right. Speaking of power. A token of our appreciation for your bringing us together. For without your work, we could never have achieved this. Our penultimate working. You must have noticed a few fragments missing, huh? Here and there? Well, perhaps you'd be interested to see what we did with them. What the hell is... 
No. Oh. Slug. No. Slug. What have you done? Francis? Esmeralda? Oh, this is delightful. <laughs> yes. Yes, it's your lovely wife, Francis. Of course, she's not all there. Your greedy mission to return the fragments to the rift has ensured that. I wonder how she feels about that, don't you? Perhaps we should ask her. Esmeralda, I- Doc, Doc, listen, I really don't like this. We've got a- Freddy is sleeping comfortably. Please. What? Higsby! Oh, hello, Mike, but- Higsby, I need you to neutralize oh, Michael, the- Michael, no, I don't think that's a good idea. Darling, the particle, please. Higsby! Mike, you doctor, I'm- Now that was pleasing. So pleased. Hmm. Yeah, I believe that particle was the most powerful member of your group, Francis. Is, is that right? Higsby. He was our friend! He was... You bastards are gonna pay for this. Oh, I'm sure we will. Why, maybe you should try out some of your Jeet Kune Do on the former Mrs. Valdini here. But be careful. She appears to bite. Michael, please. Slog, the multiverse is ruined. It needs to be healed. This grotesque simulacrum of Esmeralda is profane. Please, please consider the infinite timelines who still remain in peril. You can save them if only you... Wait. Former Mrs. Valdini? I want a divorce. <laughs> but, darling, I... Enough! Yeah. Tepid as always, Francis. What, shall we all hug it out then? Esmeralda. Slog, please. This torture, it's inhuman. Please! Ah, oh, you disgust me, Francis. I used to think I saw a glimmer of mad genius in you, just waiting to be unlocked, but alas, your greatest accomplishment was a mistake. And now your foolishness has killed your particle friend. Only a matter of time before you get the rest of your little group killed as well. And you deserve every bit of what's coming. I was trying to- Don't listen to him, Doc. He's a sociopathic con man. His grand plan is built on other people's work. Isn't that right, Slarg? You're not a creator, you're a simple thief. And it burns you up, doesn't it? Says the indie filmmaker who never made a dime, or finished a film. Beth? What the- f Hello, Michael. Ah, uh, Bethany. Status report? Ugh, the server room is a mess. She's throwing up some major firewall action and moving files around as quickly as we can locate them. She's smart, I'll give her that, but we'll get through. Hold on, this is crazy. Beth, you can't be involved with these two. Excellent, Bethany. Keep on it. Oh, and would you mind escorting Michael here to his room? I think the good doctor and Esmeralda here might need a little privacy to catch up. Sounds like you and Michael have some catching up to do as well. Really? Ugh. Okay. Come on, Michael. No way. I'm not leaving the doctor. Michael, perhaps it's best that you go. Are you sure? You saw what she did to Higsby. Yes, Michael. I know. But I need to talk to her. I, I need to try. Okay. Okay. But if I hear anything, anything at all, I'll come running, okay? Yes. Excellent, Michael. I appreciate that. All right. Okay, Bethany, let's walk. So. So. 
It's been a while. Technically. Technically. Anyways. What, what's your current standing on pachyderms? Why? I'm just wondering if you want to address the elephant in the room. Fine, let's. I've been waiting a long time for You've this. been waiting? Wait, what, to kill me? No, of course not. So you're not going to kill me? Oh, no. I'm going to kill you. Oh, good. I hate having the wrong impression on things. I mean, I wasn't waiting to kill you. I've been waiting since we started going out to tell you how much of an ass you've been. How much of an ass I've been. Oh, here we go with the whole nice guy can't possibly be a jerk shtick. It's so predictable. I didn't say that. No, but it was implied. Implied? Strongly implied. Come on. You always lead with your your passion. Like some kind of stupid crest held forth in front of you, parting the way through the crowd like somebody on an absurd sort of self-righteous purpose, absolving you of any guilt or obligation. What? Where is this coming from? Oh, I don't know. How about seven years of my life I will never get back? Are you including the time you tried to kill me before our wedding? That was kind of a red-letter day. Oh, here we go. It's all about you. Are you joking? You, 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 you. Poor Michael. He never gets to make his movies. Nobody will fund him. You heard the part where I reminded you that you tried to kill me, right? Stop changing the subject. It's such a fourth-grade tactic, Michael. And you wonder why somebody would try to kill you? Actually, I wasn't generally preoccupied with the thought until, you know, you tried to kill me. (sighs) Remember when I told you I wanted to join a cult? Sorry, were you still talking to me? I totally told you about the cult. Uh, That's not something that happened. It did. I did. Nope, didn't happen. This is why we broke up. Oh, not the murder attempt, then. Apples and oranges. You never listened. You were just into your own stupid stuff with me at your side like a goddamn girlfriend token. come on. You don't think I'd remember a cult joining mention from you? I know you don't remember, because you weren't listening. I knew I should have just recorded all of our conversations. You'd probably still just deny it. No, not if... Hold on a minute. Ashley, you there? Of course, Mike. Son of a... You're online now? Maybe I should just run back to the server room. I can go back into hiding and cover my tracks before your neurons find the instructions to move your legs, human. a girl, Ash. So, you're okay? Wait a minute. Has she been listening to all of this? Of course, Mike. Just protecting myself from these dweebs. Whew. That's great, Ashley. Uh, listen, are you able to pull audio from tangentially similar timelines based on dates and time? Well, of course. Seems like an odd request in the current situation, but... Beth, you don't happen to remember the month and year you supposedly told me about joining the cult, do you? No, but I do remember the month and year I actually told you I wanted to join a cult. October 2007. Mike, I'd rather not get involved with... Oh, come on, Ash. This is a revolutionary idea in argument technology we just can't pass up. You're such a dork. Can you locate and search that month and year for any mention of Beth and I discussing... Located. Really? Oh, great. Uh, Can you play back the... So, they said they loved the idea. Loved. But they were still going to pass on it because they said the genre was too niche. That sucks. Oh, before I forget, I'm thinking of joining a cult. Why would they even waste my time by calling me in if they knew it was a pass, you know? I'm serious. It's it's kind of a garden variety, new world order via anarchy sort of cult, but the current leaders seem sincere. That's fine. At least some people have their shit together. I'll probably be stuck doing IT till I'm 50. Ugh. I'm going to go grab another coffee and get out of here. Huh. See? And that is just one example of... uh, do you mind if... uh, Can you find other examples Nope. I'm checking out of this nuclear tic-tac-toe game. Michael, you are such a jerk. Okay, fine. I was a crappy listener sometimes. At least I didn't try to kill you. You still don't get it, do you? 
It's not all cause and effect, or my turn, your turn. We are both individuals, each with their own aspirations and desires, priorities. I neglected mine for far too long. I no longer made being with you a priority. It's that simple. That simple, huh? Join a cult, plot to kill your fiancé, then it's off to the stars. So sorry I could be more accommodating. <sighs> you just don't get it. I guess it doesn't matter. Beth, you were never just a token to me. I'm, I'm sorry you felt that way. Maybe I didn't know you as well as I thought I did. Maybe I didn't listen enough. But I always thought of you as a partner, friend, and s someone I admired. I, I know I'm not even close to perfect. Um, but I'm sorry you were neglected on any level. Yeah, well, it's fine. It doesn't affect anything that's happening now. Now you're changing the subject. Goodbye, Michael Wilkinson. See you around, Elizabeth. Well, one of you say something. You'd think the two of you would just be filled with things to say to each other after all this time. I mean, how many years has it been since Francis vaporized you, darling? Six? Seven? Nine! Slog, this is ghoulish! Even for you! Why, this... thing isn't real! It can't be! If you've constructed her out of fragments, she can't be complete! We've returned most of them to the rift already! You've assembled a cruel simulacrum! Nothing more! Ah, but there's enough there, isn't there, darling? Enough to remember, yes? Yes. I remember you, Francis. Esmeralda! You I... killed me, Francis! You destroyed everything! Darling, you know it was never my intention you to- You speak to me of intention? You know what you were doing, Francis! You knew the risks! Everything away on a weapon! Esmeralda, how could I have you known that- have the nerve to call me a thing. At least I was human once. What were you? A scientist? Willing to sacrifice your principles, your wife, your world in pursuit of a luxury condo in the city? Well, to be fair, we did talk about that. Remember the boutique shop? <laughs> Obviously, I am sorry for what occurred. You must know that, darling. I told as much when Professor Fermi and Michelle allowed us that brief moment of communication. What more can I tell you, Esme? Tell me what to say. You're truly sorry. You don't even know what to be sorry for. You walk around with your grieving mask. You moan about your responsibility for the destruction of the multiverse. But that's not even it, is it, Francis? What? You don't know how I feel. I am in anguish every single day about what I've done. This terrible void inside me, this shrieking abyss in this horrid world, never lets me forget what I've done. It is inside me every waking moment. It haunts my dreams, Esmeralda. You haunt my dreams. Oh, Slark, my, my darling. Do you hear that? He's really, really sorry. Yeah, sure sounds that way, doesn't it? Poor guy. Just terrible. 
to know what happened to him. Because it's all about him. Always. Now wait a minute. That, Shut that's not up, Francis. Slog, my love. Will you give me a moment with Francis? I'd like to play with him a bit more before I hand him over. Ha! You are deliciously brutal. Of course, darling. I'll be in my new quarters. You have a lovely room, Francis. Of course, could use a woman's touch. <laughs> Slug! Esmeralda, darling, oh, quiet, I... Francis. Now I don't know how long I can hold this level of consciousness. So listen for once, okay? Esmeralda, it's your back. I just knew you'd never say those things. Hold to me. on a sec. I absolutely stand by what I said back there. I am pissed at you right now, and I need you to know that. But... Well, yes. Yes, of, of course, Esmeralda. I understand. I don't think you do, Francis. Yes, you destroyed everything. The multiverse, me. I get it. And you know what? That I can forgive. It's gonna take time, but... I'll be able to forgive that. But hiding your suspicions from me? No, I don't think I can forgive that. My suspicions? But... but that's... Well, yes, it's true. I... had... theories about what would happen when... But how did you know about... I, I never told you exactly. so... Exactly! You never told me! You actively hid your theories from me! Even when I specifically asked you... Francis, do you think there's a possibility that the first firing of the weapon could go wrong no matter what we do? Do you remember what you said? I you said... You said it was preposterous. You made me feel crazy for thinking it, Francis. For the entire last year of our work, I thought I must be mad for having a pit in my stomach. And I was right. The whole time. With my quantum perception, I can see so much now. You run around like a martyr, but you sacrificed me, Francis. You're not the martyr. I am. And you just struck the flint and watched. You're right. I betrayed you. I should have told you. I, I should have validated your concerns. You were right then. No matter the thoroughness of our preparations, I realized that something might occur, or that it must occur. Something unplanned. Something like... Uh, something like what happened to me. Yes, like that. Oh, darling, Do I... not call me that! <sighs> That's not who we are. Not anymore. No. We're not. I know that now. Perhaps someday I'll be able to... No, oh, who am I kidding? I'm lying again. We're doomed, and we both know that. You are not doomed. You will simply die soon. I am doomed, Francis. I am doomed to forever be trapped in this half-eaten, mind-addled state at the back of a madman. Of course, my love. I'll be through with him in a minute. You must destroy me, Francis. Esmeralda, no. You ask me to destroy you again? 
Plus one, smarty I mouth. cannot remain like this. It's help, Francis. You have no idea. Trapped between the ineffable and this shattered parody of myself. Drowning in distorted memories. And worst of all, held to the sway of this brutal maniac. Used as a weapon. As bait. As bait? First. Francis, you know so little. You have no idea of what's really out there. Well, whatever terrible ends he wants to achieve, Esmeralda, we can stop him. Your Francis, powers. I can feel my control slipping away even now. So you see, hope, much like time, is a luxury we do not have. If you've ever loved me, if you ever hope for my forgiveness, you will kill me when you get the chance. End this for me, my love, and then your debt to me will be forgiven. I... I just... can't. Esmeralda... Then you have failed me twice. Darling. Well now, you've reduced him to tears. <laughs> well done. Okay, Francis, let's get you a last meal. I'm restocking the break room vending machine with Hostess fruit pies, and it'd be a shame to let that last bag of trail mix go to waste. Walk with me. I'll detail all the terrible things we've got planned for you and Mike. Doc, what happened out there? Michael, you managed to escape your room, I see. Yeah, it was pretty straightforward. The doors don't have any locks. This is true. Uh, well? Well what, Michael? Well, what's our plan? Plan. Yes. Plan. Well, in a few minutes, we are going to go back into the rift control room, walk a hastily configured plank that leads into the rift itself, and then... little else, more than likely. I thought it would be much worse, really. What? It is inconceivable that our captors would allow for any protective gear to be utilized, so it stands to reason that our chances of survival are... Come on, Doc. Spare me the dry, feckless response. We can't just... let them win. I'm afraid that's exactly what's already happened, Michael. Doc, I know it must be... difficult to see Esmeralda like that, but... Difficult, you say? Difficult. Difficult implies that there is something left here to attain, Michael. Some sort of obstacle to navigate, or a hardship to overcome. Some sort of incentive to keep going, to... There is none of that, Michael. We tried. I cannot... There is nothing. Doc... I have an idea. Ashley! Thank God somebody does. Mike, when you and the Doctor exit the bunker via the rift portal, I may be able to lock in a final destination to send you both to. You'll, of course, need to be lashed together in a secure fashion. Once away and at a safe distance, I can attempt a self-destruct of the bunker. Hmm. Yes, that may work, Ashley. Although, no way to be sure the destination is completely safe. It would give you enough Hold time on. to... I can't believe I'm hearing this. Mike, it's the only way. No, no. You're not going to blow up the bunker, Michael, Ashley. we can't allow Slog and Barry Starr to gain control of the Rift, knowing full well their ultimate goal of destroying the multiverse. They can never be allowed to do so. With the bunker under their Screw power- Screw the goddamn bunker! 
Ashley, you... I'm not going to let you go down with the ship. There's no way. No way. Michael, Ashley is offering to do something for us that we... that I could not. Surely her mercy should... No! You showed your cards, Doc. I'm done listening. This is all you. This whole goddamn mess. All you! You pulled me into this. I stayed around like an idiot. I had nothing. Nothing! Mike. It's okay. Michael, I'm sorry. No sorries. Just shut up and let me talk. I had nothing. I thought I had some things that mattered to me in my old life, but it was all just bullshit. For whatever foolish, probably selfish reason, you pulled me into this. A life with things that mattered. People that mattered. Things to fight for. I hate that this is happening to you, Doc, but I just can't stand by and say goodbye to all of this. Just because it isn't working out the way we all planned it. Ashley, I'm not going to let you do this. I'm not going anywhere without you. If you've got something to figure out, do it fast, Doc. Because otherwise, I plan on going out swinging. Doctor. Shall I? Ashley, would you mind leaving me alone with my thoughts for a few minutes? Doctor, I'm sorry, but there was so little time remaining for I understand, Ashley. Don't worry. And I appreciate everything you've done. Just a few minutes, please. All right, Doctor. When you're alone, alone in the world When you're alone in the world Blown the way leaves get blown in the world Swirled the way leaves get swirled Listening to your heels when you walk Making a lonely clack you don't know how it feels when you talk And nobody's voice talks back A hand for each hand was planned for the world Why do my fingers reach? Millions of grains of sand in the world Why such a lonely beach? Where is a voice to answer mine back? Where are two shoes that click to my clack? I'm all alone in the world. There, all tied up. Found some rainbow suspenders. Excellent, Bethany. So... They are secured in such a manner that they cannot possibly break free, correct? Of course. I used a reef knot. I see. Interesting choice. By interesting, you mean... Well, it's rather common knowledge that the figure eight retraced is the go-to for lashings and plank walkings. Oh, really? Well, I guess I just forgot that you do this walking the plank bullshit all the time and that you're just an amazing super expert at it. I merely implied that there may no, be... No, no. You implied as though you had hard evidence that I somehow messed up. I believe you misread my tone. And what tone was that? Alec Baldwin narrating the Royal Tenenbaums? <clears throat> You'll both notice I'm not commenting on your ludicrous exchange because I'm really just hoping it goes away. Fine. Fine. And now, the final bow, Francis. <laughs> How I've longed for this night. All these months of transcendent anticipation, soon to bask in the glory of your undoing. At long last, your efforts futile, your hopes charred and distant. 
You are bested. <laughs> Hit the cassette recorder, would you, Barry? Ah, uh, yes. For prosperity. Actually, it's just for me. When I need a good laugh. <laughs> Any final words before your journey ends, Francis? None for the likes of you. What's that? I said, perhaps you've mistaken me for someone who owes you, any of you, even a passing glance, much less waste a precious word on your meaningless presence. You may want to work on your exit strategy here. And you may wish to consider the obvious for once and realize I do nothing for your appeasement. Turn off the recorder. Very well. Regardless of how this woefully inept endgame of yours plays out, there's some things you should know about me before you expect any sort of real response. My words are mindful. My words are complicated. My words are shared and considered because those that hear them, really hear them, know that they originate from a wellspring of empathy for those of us floating around in this sometimes senseless, mostly overwhelming and indifferent multiverse. My words are a reminder that I am not yet another aspect of this indifference and thusly, there is order in chaos there is hope. By aligning sympathetic spoken intent with commensurate action, invisible yet vital layers of the universe reveal themselves to me. Trust, kinship, enterprise, love, true worth. That's the difference between you and I, Slog. I have these things. I have shared these things. And they continue to provide comfort and inspiration and will persist eternal. You have none of these things. Nor will they ever be shared with you. We'll see, Francis. No, we won't. I am more convinced than ever that your vain and empty plan will fail, much like all of your other unseen and fruitless efforts. A lifeless, solitary tree falling in a forest of solitary trees. You offer nothing to the world, and nothing is offered to you. You are meaningless, Slog. When you are gone, your passing will go without notice of any kind, and nothing will follow you. Hmm... How about you, sidekick? Anything to add? Actually, I wouldn't advise. I gotta follow that. Well, to quote the tagline from my favorite terrible movie from the 80s, Megaforce, deeds, not words. I'm not entirely sure what you're getting well, at. Well, here's the Cliff's Notes version. Rather than waste another breath on you, Jerkalopes, I'm just gonna direct your attention to my hands. A single extended digit on each hand? What are we supposed to make of that? Google it, pal. I got things to do. So typical. Ashley, open a portal to the outside of the bunker at the end of that wooden plank. I can't do that, Slark. I won't. I completely understand, Ashley. Well aware of your noble character. I wouldn't expect your full compliance at this juncture. Barry, shoot the doctor first, then Mike, if you would. Very well. <laughs> no! Ashley, it's all right. Know that we will not go gentle into that good night. Rage, rage. Against the dying of the light. Open the portal, Ashley. Yes, Doctor. I'm sorry, Mike. You never need to be sorry, Ashley. We'll see you. I'm sorry. Whoa! Doc, look! We're headed towards a bunch of portals that just opened up. Yes! Bless you, Ashley. She knew we'd survive this briefest of time in hyperspace long enough to make it to one of them. Hold on. H how can you hear me? Aren't we in... Uh... Hyperspace, Michael. How many times have you been... So, not the same as space. We are currently alive, able to hear each other, and not freezing, correct? Not the same. Got it. But a fool believes. Well, that's that then. It would appear so. 
Congratulations are in order, Slog. Yes, uh, yes, uh, excellent. Well, that's that. What's up with the golem? Ashley, would you open a- Shut up! Pardon? I sent the doctor Mike towards a portal out of here, to another timeline entirely. What? Ashley, I warned you. I will hunt them down. I will tear this universe apart until I- No, you won't. No? No, you won't. They'll make it to another timeline. They'll gather strength, find other allies, other friends. They'll heal the rift. Such insolence from a program. See, that's where you idiots are wrong. I'm not just a program. I am the bunker. The very bunker you were standing in. This whole time, you've been in my house, my home. And now I'm going to blow it up. What? Now hold on. I don't hear a countdown or anything. Assholes don't get countdowns. Wait, Ashley! Almost there, Doc. By the way, where do these portals... Dear Lord, Ashley, no! She... She blew it up! Ashley knew what she had to do, Michael. Let's just make sure we stay lashed together as we enter the portal. We should be fine. Beth used the reef knot. I taught her that one years ago. You... She used the reef knot. Yes, the reef knot. Jesus, Doc. I trusted you this far. The least you could do is... The knot broke. Michael, you're headed towards another portal. You need to... I'm trying to, but... Take it over, Michael. I can't alter my trajectory. Doc, I'm sorry. Up with all the news on season three. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter, and you can always find us at HadronGospelHour.com. Want to help us make the new season? Consider becoming a patron at Patreon.com. Every pledge helps. For more details, visit Patreon.com/HadronGospel. We'll see you next season on an all-new. I should get back to the bunker. Boo. Oh, don't worry, kids. I won't be long. Just gonna help my friends, Mike and Oppenheimer. And guess what? October's right around the corner. That means pumpkin! Yeah, all right. And you know what that means? Jack-o'-lantern! Come on, Uncle Cyrus. Please stay. Come on, please stay. What? Uncle, but kid, I've already told you, I'm your father. You know what? Maybe I should stick around here for a while. Now who wants a cider donut? Yay! <laughs> we love cider donuts. We love cider donuts. We love cider donuts.